0: Hearing voices? I'm hearing voices. You're listening to Hearing Voices with Scott Watson. Christmas 2023, and this year also, my final new show of the year. A few thoughts today about faith, family, and future, and the traditional retelling of Paul Harvey's greatest essay, The Parable of the Birds. Merry Christmas. The house is filled with poinsettias and a number of wrapped gifts. Friends have gathered this week to celebrate, and I'll be traveling to see my boys soon. I admire people who can say that their faith grows every year of their life. For me, it's not been the case. It's a circuitous zigzag filled with fits and starts. But through it all, Christmas stands as a beginning. More on that at the end of today's show. There are so many great Christmas memories from my childhood. Our house was always over-decorated for the holidays and... It was hard to wait Christmas morning for my grandmother to arrive before we could go downstairs and open presents. She was not a morning person. We would eventually head over to her house, where usually, especially if she was younger, there would be two beautiful Christmas trees, one in the living room and a frock in the den, and a winter village scene that took two weeks to put up that was spellbinding. In time, my other grandparents would arrive from Illinois. Our final late-afternoon gift, a toy, Typically, a bat or a ball, probably purchased from the Sears and Roback catalog or Yance's hardware store. Once we had kids, we developed our own traditions, cherished and, I hope, fun for my boys. Divorce meant that our traditional Christmas has changed over the years now. Christmas Eve is set aside for a time for me and my sons to be together. My youngest is a great cook, and my oldest usually hosts us in a house that is also very, very well decorated. Each year, we can plan on some music being played and perhaps sung, and we argue about sports and generally just have a great time being together. The greatest gift every year is family with friendship, a close second. I'll write more about that in the first essay of 2024. Amazon has made my gift-giving much more joyful this year. I've never been a good shopper, and I finished the task, including wrapping, well ahead of schedule. Ah, the relief. So, whether you listen to this show in West Michigan on WHTC, via one of our social media platforms, or streaming platforms, I want to wish you a very Merry Christmas. And now, my Christmas present to you. The annual retelling of Paul Harvey's Parable of the Birds. The man to whom I'm going to introduce you was not a Scrooge. He was a kind, decent, mostly good man, generous to his family, upright in his dealings with other men. But he just didn't believe in all that incarnation stuff which the churches proclaim at Christmas time. It just didn't make sense, and he was too honest to pretend otherwise. He just couldn't swallow the Jesus story about God coming to earth as a man. I'm truly sorry to distress you, he told his wife, but I'm not going with you to church this Christmas Eve. He said he'd feel like a hypocrite, that he'd much rather stay at home, but that he would wait up for them. And so he stayed, and they went to the midnight service. Shortly after the family drove away in the car, the snow began to fall. He went to the window to watch the flurries getting heavier and heavier and then went back to his fireside chair and began to read the newspaper. Minutes later, he was startled by a thudding sound, then another, and another, sort of a thump or a thud. At first, he thought someone must be throwing snowballs against the living room window, but when he went to the door to investigate, he found a flock of birds huddled miserably in the snow. They'd been caught in the storm and, despite a desperate search for shelter, had tried to fly through his large landscape window. Well, he couldn't allow the poor creatures to lie there and freeze, so he remembered the barn where his children stabled the pony. That would provide a warm shelter if he could direct the birds into it. Quickly, he put on coat galoshes and trampled through the deepening snow to the barn. He opened the doors wide and turned on the light, but the birds did not come in. He figured food would entice them, so he hurried back to the house, fetched breadcrumbs, and sprinkled them on the snow, making a trail to the yellow-lighted, wide-open doorway of the stable. But to his dismay, the birds ignored the breadcrumbs and continued to flap around helplessly in the snow. He tried catching them. He tried shooing them into the barn by walking around and flapping and waving his arms. Instead, They scattered in every direction except into the warm, lighted barn. And then he realized that they were afraid of him. To them, he reasoned, I am a strange and terrifying creature. If only I could think of some way to let them know that they can trust me, that I'm not trying to hurt them, but to help them. But how? Because any move he made tended to frighten them, confuse them. They would not follow They would not be led or shooed because they feared him. If only I could be a bird, he thought to himself, and mingle with them and speak their language, then I could tell them not to be afraid. Then I could show them the way to safety, warmth, to a safe, warm barn. But I would have to be one of them so that they could see and hear and understand. At that moment, the church bells began to ring the sound reached his ears above the sounds of the wind, and he stood there listening to the bells. Adeste Fideles, oh, come all ye faithful, listening to the bells pealing glad tidings of Christmas. And he sank to his knees in the snow. Merry Christmas.